Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash relationships mixed with my the arsehole as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. As I always say, it hugely helps out the channel. So thank you so, so much. And let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, our first story comes from Throwaway Shoes, who says... My 36 male wife, 34 female, keeps tying my boots after I've told her to keep her hands off of them. I tried to teach her a lesson and really hurt her feelings. Yes, I know the title is bizarre and I can't believe I'm actually writing this. My wife is a neat freak, always has been. She throws notes on my desk out, assuming they are garbage. My belongings get rearranged to the point where it takes me hours to find them. It's something I've come to accept. I'm not happy about it, but we have a pretty happy marriage on the whole. I'm a volunteer EMT. I keep my boots unlaced up against the wall next to my clothes hamper so I can throw them on along with my uniform if a call comes in during the middle of the night. Well, my wife has taken to tying the boot laces when she sees them untied. Not only does she tie them, but she tightens them and double knots them to the point where I need to undo the knot open the boots and let a little slack out to fit my feet into them. I ignored it the first two times, but the third time she did it, I made a point to bring it up to her the next day. I very calmly said, "Hun, I appreciate that you want everything neat, but please do not touch my boots in the future. Time is of the essence when I'm going on a call at two in the morning. I don't have time to unlace them and open them up. It's not just a minor inconvenience, it's people's lives, so I'd appreciate it if you left them alone. She rolled her eyes and said I was being dramatic and that she wouldn't help me out by keeping my things neat in the future. Well, she never stopped. No matter how many times I've asked her, told her, begged her, she just laughs and says, well, you know how I am. The other night, a page went out for a CPR in progress. I went to throw my boots on and and they were, once again, tightened beyond recognition. So I'm sitting there on the edge of the bed, cursing, trying to get my boots open and fumbling due to the stress of the situation. My wife opened her eyes, groggily looked at me and asked, don't you need to go on that call? I know I was in the wrong here and I regret it. I slammed the boot into the ground and yelled, yes, I do. I would have been out the door five minutes ago, except some stupid motherfucker fuck with my goddamn boots again. My wife got up without another word, walked into the bathroom and slammed the door. I got my boots open and went on the call. By the time we arrived, the police had gotten her back, so I didn't have to do CPR. But I was sweating and shaking, thinking my delay could have cost a life. I got home and my wife wasn't talking to me. She ignored me the entire day until we finally sat down and talked. She said I had scared her with how angry I got, that she thought I was going to hit her, and she didn't know I was capable of getting so angry. Note, I've never raised a hand to her, nor have I ever yelled at her before. 
I'm absolutely not a violent person in any way, shape or form. I apologized for yelling at her and acknowledged that I hadn't meant to snap at her. I was frustrated with the situation as I needed to get to the person in need of CPR as soon as possible and it was a delay that didn't need to happen. I once again pleaded with her not to touch my boots because lives were literally on the line. She told me that if I was going to overreact and make her afraid then she would never touch my boots again because she didn't want to live like that. Last night before I got into bed, I had a sinking feeling so I went over and checked my boots. I was very disappointed to find them tightened up again. So I decided to show her how I fit. So I decided to show her how it felt. I went over to her closet and pulled out her running shoes. I unlaced the shoelaces on both of them, removed them from the shoes completely, curled them each into a little coil and put them inside the shoes and put them back. I then went to sleep. At 6.15, I was woken up by my wife screaming, how could you? Why would you do this? holding up both laceless shoes with tears in her eyes. My wife likes to go for an early morning run and I knew she would want to get out the door as soon as possible. I smiled and said, you know how I am, I just like things neat. She continued sobbing and walked out the room. So by the time she was all laced up again, it was raining so she missed out on her run. I actually feel pretty terrible about that because I really only wanted to delay her, not ruin her plans completely. At this point, she's alternating between crying that I went out of my way to hurt her and ignoring my presence. I acknowledge that what I've done had been pretty childish and not at all constructive. I just don't know what to do. She said through tears, you admitted you were totally in the wrong for yelling at me and then you turned around and took it out on me in a different way. What is wrong with you? The problem is, to her, an apology means taking on 100% of the fault. When I apologized for blowing up, she took that to mean she was 100% in the right and that my feelings were completely unjustified. So at this point, I haven't apologized for ruining her run because she had taken it to mean that she wasn't wrong to touch my boots. I've tried to have these discussions, but it's in one ear and out the other. We have such a good relationship otherwise, but I feel like this issue has reached a tipping point and it's going to continue to result in arguments until we resolve it. How do I make things right with my wife while still letting her know that I won't tolerate her disrespecting my property anymore? Then OP came in with an edit because obviously there was some additional information asked. So OP said, edit, wow, this blew up. I went through comments for six hours last night and I still have 1.8K to get through. I promise you I am reading every one of your comments and appreciate the advice. A couple of things to address points that keep getting brought up. One, my wife has never been diagnosed as having OCD. As an EMT, I'm very careful about labeling someone as having a disorder, as I don't have the proper qualifications to make that diagnosis. I do agree that it's time for her to see somebody, get a proper diagnosis, and address these issues. Two, my boots lace up in the front and zipper on the side. They're not full unzip, but rather an unzip to open them up a bit. The way my wife is tying them makes them impossible to get on, even with a zipper down. They are weatherproof and great for standing on rough terrain or the highway after accidents. They are only about a year old and were actually a gift from my wife. I've not considered Velcro before. I'm a bit hesitant to do that as I don't know that they wouldn't catch on things or wear out quicker. I've tucked the laces in but she still tied them up. 3. This is a bit of compulsive behavior on my part. I don't leave my boots in the garage because my mother was a smoker growing up and that's where she would smoke. I would end up with ashes in my shoes and having them reek of tobacco after. So I developed a habit of wearing them into my home 
Also, if I leave them there, they are likely to get moved someplace safe, where it would take me even longer to find them. Putting the boots in the closet, she found them and tied them. Putting them under the bed or out of sight, they were found, tied, and moved to the closet. 4. I honestly believe that a footlocker or any kind of box would get moved to where I would have to wake her up to find it. If it's locked, then my keys are likely to go missing. For some reason, sitting on my dresser is not appropriate, but in the pocket of a jacket downstairs, in the closet is. 5. I'm likely to start putting my boots in the car. Though, I had to laugh at the people suggesting decoy boots. <laughs> as much as it may seem like it, I'm not living in a spy versus spy cartoon. Classic. 6. I'm a volunteer EMT. We respond from home. We don't have sleeping quarters and I work the overnight shift, so I sleep during my shift, get out of bed when a call comes in, drive to the building and take the ambulance to the scene. This is typical of volunteer organizations. Paid EMS is more likely to have sleeping quarters or even require EMTs to be in the truck throughout their shift. Community-based EMS is more likely to take 911 calls and respond to emergencies whether paid or volunteer. Private EMS is more likely to take transport requests such as to-slash-from dialysis or chemotherapy as well as hospital to nursing facility discharges. 7. To those who have told me that I don't have the right to use the word life-saving. On my dresser uniform, I have pins for three defibrillator saves and four for CPR saves. I've crawled into a car wreck to open someone's airway and bag them until we could get them out. While transporting a patient, I recognized signs of internal injury and ordered we divert to a trauma center, where he was put directly into emergency surgery that saved his life. Did I do these things entirely by myself? No, of course not. I would never claim that I was the sole reason someone lived. However, I am, at my very basis level, as a vital link in the chain of survival. So, while I can't claim complete credit for any of the things I've done, I would certainly put a lot of blame on myself if someone didn't live because of something I failed to do. 8. I have a full-time job that I work 8-5 to five Monday, Friday outside of EMS. That is why I volunteer on the night shift. My wife works as a payroll manager for a mid-sized office. I earn about $10,000 a year, more than her. We've been married for two years. While I lived on my own before we were married, she didn't move into the apartment until we got engaged. So I think to her, that was my place, not ours, and she didn't really touch my things. I was with another EMS organization until we moved to a new town after our engagement. When we bought the house, I joined the local volunteer squad as an EMT. My wife regards my job as part of my identity, while she sees the EMS as something I volunteered to do. She would say, this is my husband, he is job title. Not, this is my husband, he is an EMT. 9. Thank you for all the awards on this post. You are all very kind and I appreciate so much that you took the time out of your day to acknowledge things and wanted to help me. And of course, we do have an update to this one. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And look, I'm not going to try and diagnose or anything like that much like opi I, I don't like trying to do that because i don't know the ins and outs of everything but i gotta say there does feel like something's going on i mean you've asked her multiple times to stop doing this that it could potentially put lives at risk by doing so yet even afterwards she continues to do it and why and part of me was like well you said you had like a great marriage outside of this particular issue but to me, living that way, I think would drive me absolutely mad. You know, your stuff disappearing all the time. It, it would just absolutely drive me insane, I think. And another thing that jumped out to me is when you said that, you know, your apology will be taken as, you know, she was completely right about the whole thing, about the boots and everything. That you're just having to like almost pander to her all the time. That you can't say what you really feel because you're worried about her response to it. That doesn't sound great to me. And obviously, this is just from a personal point of view here. But before we move on to the update, I thought so says your wife's behavior sounds compulsive. She likely has a major anxiety disorder that manifests in this way, which explains her inability to stop herself from the rearranging and the lacing and whatnot. She needs therapy and medication pronto. But that doesn't explain her minimizing the importance and urgency of your job. Even if you weren't literally saving lives, I'd be pissed as fuck if my partner trivialized my work and dismissed my need to be organized and prepared for my job. I'm skeptical that your marriage is truly as great as you say it is, and I'm concerned that you're just in a habit of subjugating your own needs to keep the peace due to your wife's quirks. El Duderino says, You don't need to do anything to make things right with your wife. You need to find a therapist for her so that she can get the professional help and medication that she needs. At this point, your giving into her insanity only enables her behavior, which is either batshit crazy or arrogant and selfish, beyond belief. After she begins treatment, then you guys should see a couple's counselor to work out the rest of your issues. Maggie Warrior says, You said you have a wonderful marriage otherwise, but honestly, Everything you've described about this marriage sounds terrible. Let's unpack a little. She refuses to respect your boundaries. It doesn't matter how silly they seem. They are your boundaries. She outright lied to you regarding not touching your boots again. She is vastly hypocritical. Seriously, she broke down crying and screaming that she couldn't go on her morning run. But you're the one overreacting when you getting delayed might cost a life. She's possibly highly manipulative. She's twisted your apology into a... He's totally wrong and I'm totally right by framing it as you overreacting and she was afraid you were going to hit her for no reason. Give me a fucking break. She, a grown woman, uses the silent treatment. She minimizes and belittles what you do for a living and I'm willing to bet she does it with your hobbies too. I'm not going to say to divorce her but I'm going to ask you that you lurk this sub a little bit, scroll through some top posts, check up on it every now and then for a week or two. What you'll end up finding, not necessarily in every post, but often enough, are the victims of toxic or outright abusive relationships regularly defending their partners because their relationship is wonderful otherwise. The thing is, every trap has some bait in it. Otherwise, no one would ever fall for it. Again, 
I'm not saying to dump her, but I'm asking you to open your eyes to the fact that this is so much more than a pair of boots. Your wife has some serious issues, whether those are born out of mental illness like anxiety or OCD, or if it is more malicious. I'm not sure, but therapy, individual for both of you, and couples therapy needs to be your first stop. And one more from a string of numbers who says, I don't think you have to do anything to make her feel better. Throwing away your stuff without asking already is a red flag. Willingly risking lies because your shoes don't look right is really, really unhealthy behavior. She should see a therapist and you don't have to have an excuse for anything. So with that information, let's move on to the update to find out what OP did or didn't do. We don't know yet. I've gotten a few requests for an update, but didn't want to post until I felt like I really had anything to say. A lot has happened in the past two weeks, so I'm going to try to go over it as best as I can. My wife and I started talking again. We had a very serious conversation and I did apologize for what I did to her running shoes and then I told her I had to speak some truth and I wanted her to promise to me that she wasn't going to roll her eyes, interrupt me, scoff or get sarcastic with me, which she did. I told her that I was not kidding about my boots, that while most of the time I caught geriatric transports, falls and nausea, there were instances where response time was of the essence and I didn't have time to play around with my boots in the middle of the night. I told her that there have been times where my intervention has been critical in saving a life, when my training has helped me recognize an underlying emergency, or when a call I made ensured that a patient was prioritized upon arrival at the hospital. I explained that a lot of the shit I see, I don't tell her about because I don't want to give her nightmares or make her worry about me. She actually listened and didn't dismiss what I had to say. She responded that she was trying to help by keeping things neat. I responded, but you're not. Sweetie, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're not helping. You are hindering me. One day it may be the difference between life and death, and I need you to not touch my gear. It's where I know where it is. It's where I can easily find it in a short amount of time, and if you move it, you're impeding an emergency response. I don't care if it looks neat. It serves a function. It doesn't look pretty. If you want to help me, please leave my gear where I put it. A few nights later, had my friend Officer Rich come over. Officer Rich was one of the two cops that did CPR on the victim that night. The three of us sat on our deck and had a few social distancing beers. He talked about getting there, doing CPR, giving Narkin, waiting for the ambulance and getting her back shortly before we got there. He then pulled out a few photos of car accidents that I worked. He showed them to my wife and pointed out, this car went into a tree. Your husband crawled into the wreck, put a collar on the driver and stayed in there, giving him oxygen until we could get him out. Your husband pulled a three-year-old out of this wreck. Your husband recognized that the driver had a stroke and took her to a stroke center, which likely saved her life. After that, I told her I had something I wanted to show her and I asked her for the same promise I'd asked earlier. When she agreed, I showed her a video on YouTube of a police body cam from an overdose. This showed how critical time is getting someone back and the training someone goes through in order to give the drug, do CPR, and utilize an AED. I told her, I'm not trying to attack you. I don't want to have a fight, but I want you to understand what I go through. And I hope every call I go on is transporting a boo-boo, because otherwise it means if I don't do everything right, someone could die. If I don't get out that door as quickly as possible, someone could suffer brain damage while they're waiting for me to give them oxygen. If I'm upset and shaking because I had to waste time opening my boots, I might miss something critical and someone might not make it. 
She acknowledged that she understood and told me she hadn't really thought about the danger of what I do until the other night when she saw the photos of the wrecks. I told her that I think she has OCD and needs to see a therapist because it's hurting our marriage. I listed examples of her throwing important things out, moving things without permission and messing with my gear. I offered to go together and said I'd be willing to work on things together. After I pointed out the pattern, she agreed that it was time to speak to someone. She wants to think about whether she wants to go together or by herself, but she has promised me that she's going to try and change her patterns. I brought up her saying she thought I was going to hit her and she acknowledged that she's been with two guys who flew off the handle with little provocation and scared her. That she'd never seen me get that angry and it triggered her because she didn't think I was capable of blowing up like that. She's been very emotional lately and has been going through mood swings. She's been worried about me going out on calls. The other day she started crying and said, hope you know how much I appreciate what you do. Knock on wood. Since we had the big talk, she hasn't touched my boots. Is everything resolved? Not by a long shot, but she seems to have a new appreciation for what I do. Thank you for all your responses. I wound up not showing her the thread because a lot of it was pretty harsh towards her. I recognize I cherry-picked incidents that didn't put her in the best light and there's a lot more to her and our marriage than that. She is the person I chose for the rest of my life and I want us to work. And I'm glad that they had this conversation in the end and it seems to be moving in a more positive direction. But I think Opie's wife definitely does need some help of some sort going forward because otherwise I can't see things changing in the future either. I think the, the same behavior may occur again. Obviously, I don't know that, but it just feels like it to me. And it's kind of a shame that it took Opie showing these images of wrecks and stuff actually get that acknowledgement from wife yeah that i was doing something that could be potentially pretty harmful here but sometimes i think it just takes that little tap on the noggin to make them realize like shit this is what i've been doing it shouldn't be the case but sometimes it's needed but whatever they're up to now i hope things have continued to move in the right direction for op and his wife and that therapy of some sort is sought out because it wasn't just about the boots in the end it wasn't just about Although incredibly important, it wasn't just about saving the lives as well. It was about their relationship and overstepping the boundaries, invalidating OP's feelings on things as well. So again, I hope things do work out for them. But what do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it? What do you think for their futures? Do you think things will change? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support, and time always means the absolute world to me. You change things on the daily, absolutely. You're incredible. And please never forget that. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love to you. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and Brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 